Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus episode 124, the review for Luca. Gentlemen of the North, South, East, and West, and welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I'm your host, the Hypersonic 55, and I'm glad that you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion. And today we are here to talk about the latest film from Pixar, Luca. Now, I remember when the marketing first came out for this film, and there was a bit of a hullabaloo going on online just because of the approach to the art design and the animation. Just because if you've seen Pixar films for any amount of time, you know that they have a very particular look. And while the amount of detail increases with each new film, there is a certain style that they have in terms of the way in which their films move, the way in which they feel, and the way in which they do the character designs that feels very much theirs, where you can differentiate it from anything that happens with Disney and DreamWorks and Illumination Studios and so on and so forth. It was just the approach to the character design, the color palette, and the animation that sort of stood out to me. And a lot of my friends, especially the ones in the animation department who were creators themselves, were looking at this saying, oh, this could actually be pretty special. And yeah, I mean, I liked it, but I was, you know, not overly enthused, mainly just because 3D animated children's films these days it's kind of hard to be excited for them because we have seen so much from them in the last 10 years especially. Even though it will have a unique gimmick, some of their story and character elements do sort of roll on into each film. So it's just like, I still know how this film will play out for the most part. But there are some exceptions to the rule. So when Luca showed up, finally bringing it back to the point. Ah, okay. This is a unique premise. You have these sea monsters who, when they come onto land, they turn into humans. However, if they get wet, they will show their original form. So clearly there's going to be some sort of crazy shenanigans and potential danger for these guys as the film goes on. So I was curious, but I wasn't really hyped. And I have to say, I was actually impressed with this film. I had more fun with Luca than I expected. Luca is a sweet little movie and it's shining stars are the visuals but also the ties between the main characters so as per usual i'm gonna get into this film talking about the story the characters the presentation and the overall conclusion so without further ado ladies and gentlemen let's jump in all right so first up is the plot and it can be summed up as the following set during the 1950s and 60s on the Italian Riviera, we have our main character, Luca, who is a sea monster who exists under the ocean. He has aspirations of exploring and going beyond the limited area that he can exist in, but his parents have told him adamantly never to interact with the surface world because they are dangerous and they will, they will hunt him and kill him, essentially. However, by chance, he happens to run into another sea monster, Alberto, who takes him to the surface, and he realizes once he's on the surface that he can assume a human form. So Luca and Alberto form this friendship and go off and explore this Italian town and get up to all sorts of hijinks. And that is a way for me to describe the plot without going into the area of spoilers. 
I quite enjoyed the plot for this film. It's simple and there are certainly elements that you will feel from other children's animated films beforehand, but I did like the way in which this film was executed. At first I was definitely getting Little Mermaid vibes, especially with Luca's fascination with the surface world and some of the little trinkets from the human world that happened to fall into his possession. But then once Alberto starts you know, showing him the ropes of being a human and then they get into what will be the main plot for the film going ahead. I was like, oh, okay. And while there are again certain codes and conventions that these films will have, it did do a few interesting zig and zags when it came to the main antagonist and the inclusion of the parents where I thought they would be more background characters, but they were a little bit more integral to the plot than I expected. And while this film hinted at a slightly darker edge, especially with the way in which the first sea creature is introduced and some other points towards the latter side of the film, most of the more dramatic elements come from the characters themselves. And this is a fairly lighthearted, comedic and, you know, just joyful event. I feel like the introduction of the film is good. I'd say the first half hour is decent, but once we start getting into the hijinks of being in the town with Luca, Alberto and Julia, that's where the film starts to shine. And by the end of it, I was completely sold because the core of this film is that friendship between Luca and Alberto and then Julia. That core relationship is so beautiful, so sweet and so pure. And I am a sucker for a film that demonstrates the joys of friendship, of people forming connections. And you know, by the end of it, you feel like you're as invested in that relationship as they are. It was super sweet, it was super adorable. I loved it, it was so fun. Beyond that, this film had a decent sense of humor. I did like the uh, jokes in this film, especially when it came to the weird fish that Luca happens to be shepherding around. These are fish that act like sheep and they all look so dopey and weird, but they do have a little bit of uh, energy to them and they're really fun. There's this cat that's so moody and I really like that cat. And while this film doesn't have some of the more deeper, more methodical and thought provoking elements and themes that come with some of the previous Pixar films, I don't think it necessarily needs it. Sometimes a simple and clean plot is all you need and this film executed that element pretty well in its plot. Alright and now it's time to talk about the characters and I thought everybody in this film was nice, they filled out their roles pretty well and the voice cast themselves did well to bring life to their characters. So let's start with Luca who was played by Jacob Tremblay and I liked him. He was this nice, timid little boy who had aspirations to do more. You can see that he's a good child, but he doesn't want to defy his parents, even though he would really like to see more of what's going on in the world. And due to his interaction with Alberto, he finally gets to live out some of his aspirations. And it's just fun to see him take on some of these normal attributes that we do, but he finds fascinating like breathing, walking, eating pasta and so on and so forth. He is very encourageable, very energetic and just pure of heart and I just like him so much. There was one point where he did something where I'm just like, oh wow, look at you. Okay, <laughs> oh man, I really wish I could talk spoilers but I can't but 
I thought Jacob Tremblay did a really good job in the role. And then we have Alberto, played by Jack Dylan Grazier, and I really liked him. Alberto has this wonderful, suave confidence, and even though he doesn't know everything, he acts like he does. And to see him take Luca under his wing and show him all of these elements that he has learned over the years, but also be the guide to Luca's human interactions was really fun. And these guys just have such a great sense of uh, friendship banter and the way in which they build their connection over the course of the film feels legit. It feels nice and it's so sweet. And then you have Emma Berman as Julia. I love Julia. She has a great sense of moral justice. She's quirky, energetic, and sometimes overshares, but she's very excited to meet other people similar to her who feel like they are outcast and want to do something about it. And to see them form this little trio, I love it. It reminded me of some of the friendships that I had with my friends back in school. And sometimes you just know when you interact with people for the first time that these are going to be connections that will go on for a while. And Berman was just so excitable in the role. I really liked her. And the rest of the cast are really cool, including Maya Rudolph and Jim Gaffigan. I hope it's Gaffigan, who play uh, Luca's parents. They are great. They had, like I said before, more of a role to play in this film than I expected, but they were pretty cool. And yeah, man, it was just a good cast all around who you know, contributed to the film pretty well. All right, and now it's time to talk about the presentation. And it was, as per usual, pretty stellar. Now, visually, this film looked great. And while it feels a little redundant to say that a Pixar film looks great because every Pixar film looks great, this film was especially nice. I feel like they did a lot to try and differentiate it from the previous Pixar films that came before. In terms of how they approached the character design and art direction and had the color palette, this was probably one of the most vivid color palettes that Pixar have ever had. And also having it set in Italy, it also requires a little bit more of a change from what we've seen before. I always appreciate when a 3D animated film takes what we know from real life and attempts to do something unique with it. We saw what Pixar was able to do with Coco back in 2016 and the crazy amount of work that went into creating New York City in Seoul, but also the weird space between spaces with the Seoul-based characters in Seoul last year was insanely good. And seeing what they do with Italy in this film, it was so nice. It looked like a painting come to life, especially during certain sequences where Luca was daydreaming and some of those sort of more fantastical elements, it looked like some of the backgrounds were purely painted, like with watercolors or uh, pastels or something. The colors were so nice. They felt so right and they were all over the place. The lighting was good. The shading was good. The level of detail in the textures from the concrete grounds to the grass to the texture of hairs and clothing, all really good. It was just a wonderful looking film and it was also a very different looking film in terms of the animation style. I don't know if it was just me, but this felt a little bit more squash and stretchy than some of Pixar's previous efforts. I feel like this felt more in line with what I'd see from a Sony animated film, just in terms of the characters being a little bit more loose and 
wiggly in terms of their movements um, and less realistic, if that makes any sense. But it was a wonderful looking film. And then there is the film score, which was also very, very nice. It was handled by Dan Roma and it had such a pure and wonderful feeling to it. As with any good film score, it enhanced what was going on on screen. It captured that soul of Italy, at least for me. And oh, it was so cute. And then it was also a nice selection of songs that were played in between the film score that were appropriate for the scenes that they were used in as well. So now we come to the conclusion. Overall, I really liked Luca. It was way more engaging than I expected it to be. There was a few twists and turns with the story and some of the way the characters were handled were different, but in a good way. And while it won't change your life or present you with deep and interesting themes like some of the previous Pixar films do, I still think it's worth a watch. It's fun, it's simple, and it put a smile on my face, especially towards the end. That ending really had me. So I would recommend it. Definitely give it a watch. I'm still annoyed this didn't come out in the cinema, but you know, it's on Disney Plus, it's free, so, you know, jump in. So, now I'll pass it on to you, ladies and gentlemen. Have you seen Luca? And if so, what did you think about it? Did you like it? Did you think it was a little simple? Or did you find that the simple elements of the plot and characters work for you? Whatever your thoughts are, please be sure to drop them in the comment section below. Also, hit me up on Twitter where I'm at Hypersonic55 or at FilmFocus55. Check out the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify, and all that good stuff. I'll be back with another episode as soon as I can. So until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Hypersonic 55 signing out. Peace.